0: Welcome back to the ABGC. This is Season Two, Episode Three, called On the Run Scene ABGC Commons Area. Kit pulls the box for M nineteen out of the shipping crate and says here it is i found it he opens the box while walking over to the tv which Jouse has just finished picking up off the floor they make sure the player is plugged in and kit loads the disc the theme music begins to fill the room Scene, external, deep within the forest. Skyla is pouncing from tree limb to tree limb, doing her best to go unnoticed, staying high in the forest canopy. Skyla thinks to herself, what was that thing? She hops through a few more trees and stops a moment to ponder further and collect herself. She speaks to herself out loud. How did it just cook the god flow like that? Though I'm sure they deserved it. I sure hope I never. She screams. Ah! Skyla turns around and sees a blinking light on her backside and a bit of blood dripping down from it. Still rear-facing, she looks up to see the spacesuit locked onto her position from a distance. The spacesuit speaks. Target has been tagged. Trace beacon established. Skyla bolts from her perch with no intention of slowing down. The chase is on. Skyla pants as she performs various acrobatic combinations of somersaults, twists, and clever blade use to propel her body through the forest faster and faster. She does so with such grace and impressive speed that the spacesuit can't keep up despite the suit's enhanced capabilities. The suit, as powerful as it is, can't break through all of the tall brush, branches, and low trees quick enough. Skyla begins to pull away. Soon, they have both lost sight of each other. Skyla is exhausted. She stops to rest a moment and examined, then licks her wound. She speaks panting and out of breath. It doesn't look like this thing is going to come out easily. Hmm. Father will know what to do with this. Scene. External. A mountain pass. Derek's eyes open wide as he looks across the mountainside and the valley, and eventually to the ocean that lay below the edge of the mountain pass upon which he stood. Derek speaks. Wow, look at this place, Rot. It's so beautiful. And look, there, it's the bright water. And I see... Oladomera village. I can't believe we have settled for such a small territory all these years. Rot responds, Yeah, it sure does feel good straying out this far. Derek retorts, Alpha Paw must go crazy in our little village after seeing places like this. Let's go introduce ourselves to Alpha Greyclaw. The two bound down the remaining mountainside and approach the gates of Aladamra village. Two very large guards are standing watch. They are muscle-bound, armored to the teeth, and very intimidating. Rot walks right up to them. Hi! he says. The guards don't budge a muscle, appearing far less than amused. Rot speaks again in a more timid voice. Hello? Rot looks at Derek. Derek looks at the guards. The guards look at Derek. Derek looks at Rot. Rot looks at the guards again. Finally, one of the guards speaks in a very disinterested voice. Who are you? And what do you want? Rot replies, I'm Rot! We want to talk to Alpha Greyclaw! The guards stare at each other for a moment and stare at Rot. Rot stares at Derek. Derek stares at the guards. The guards stare at Derek. Derek finally speaks. Um, is there a problem? The second guard in a very bothered voice says which gray claw there are 4 gray claws rot stands at attention proudly and says the original the first guard shakes his head and says one moment the first guard turns around and walks into the village center and can be seen speaking with someone else the second guard purposefully steps over to the middle blocking Derek and Rot's view into the village center. Derek tries not to stare at the remaining guard, but can't really help himself. He just keeps staring. The guard is just so big and scary. Rot begins to get impatient. He looks all over, in all directions... Starts to kick at a small stone on the ground a bit. Sticks a finger in his ear and twists it about real good and pulls it out. He sniffs his finger several times with his big black nose. Starts to put his finger in his mouth and sticks out his tongue for a little taste test. Derek interrupts him. Rot! Pay attention! Four females now stand between the two guards. Scylla speaks. Tell me, who has sent you to find Alpha Greyclaw? Derek answers. Alpha Paw of the Godflow tribe has sent us. All four of the females begin to blush a bit and gasp in surprise. Tori speaks. Well, um, I'm afraid the original Alpha Greyclaw was reunited with the planet quite some time ago. But the legends of Alpha Paws, um, talents were passed down to all us Greyclaw girls. Harley speaks with a flirty smile. Are you, um, descendants of Alpha Paw? Rot giggles. (laughs) Oh, oh! he's not dead. No descendants yet. The fourth female, Rory, speaks in a confused voice. Not dead? Scylla speaks again. Remember the great change of the Godflow tribe we discussed in Neighbors 101 class? Rory replies, Oh, yeah. Ever since it happened, they stopped aging. I remember now. I just... you... well... How old are you? She finally says. Tori interjects, That isn't very polite. Shall I tell these boys how old we all are? Rory gets a bit embarrassed and shakes her head. Derek speaks up. All four of you are the exact same age? Scylla responds again, Yes, we are the descendants of Greyclaw. I'm Scylla Greyclaw, and this is Tori, Harley, and Rory Greyclaw. You see, we, all Adomera, always give birth to four identical offspring. Oh, okay, Derek says. And I don't mind sharing my age. I saw 46 of the seasons before the great change And now that is where I will stay. The females all giggle just a little bit. Harley says, So you don't even know how talented you are yet. How adorable. Rot speaks up. Which talent are we talking about? Because I'm a really fast runner. Rory giggles again. Do not worry yourself about it. You are not quite old enough yet to understand, and even once you are, it takes practice. Derek and Rot look at each other a bit bewildered. Well, uh, Tonk was a few years older than us when the great change happened, Derek says. Rot speaks up. That must be why he keeps to himself so much. He's practicing. The females giggle. Scylla composes herself and says, Okay, young ones, back to the issue at present. What can we do for you? Derek says, Well, the Taka girls have teamed up with the Enuk and are trying to get rid of us. Alpha Paw thought you, your tribe, might lend us some help. Tori answers, No more God Flow. No more Alpha Paw? Well, that simply won't do. Rory volunteers, We have lots of guards to spare. Only a few male Ollodomera are talented enough to join the females in the royal den. The rest become big, strong, untalented guards. Derek and Rod just look at each other in a fairly unconvinced face, Derek says. Well, okay then. Let's, uh, get those untalented guards together and, uh, track back to camp. Scene. External. Tachagraal Village. Mid-afternoon. A single Tachagraal hunter stands in front of the village entrance. The forest just left of the hunter begins to rustle. He glances over to see Skyla pop out of the greens in a reverse-facing aerial maneuver and make a perfect four-point landing. She runs toward the village. Yelling, she says, Alpha Kaiden! Alpha Kaiden! Skyla is interrupted by the -the paw-in-the-face gesture of the hunter standing guard. The guard says, Skyla! Calm down. He isn't here. He went back to Enyuk village to give them a report on the Learning Cave incident. Skyla crinkles her nose in frustration. Ah! Why can't he stay in his own village? She shouts. She turns and begins to run to the opposite side of the forest from which she came. The hunter guard says, Hey! Hey! Your butt is blinking! Skyla speaks in a faded voice. I know! Skyla disappears into the forest once again. Scene. External. Enyuk Village. Mid-afternoon. Alpha Kaiden walks through the tree line and is greeted by Alpha Ekwar. The others in the village are still working diligently on the rockade. Alpha Equar speaks. Back so soon? Alpha Kaiden has a very concerned look on his face and says, The Godflow have tampered with the Learning Cave. It will only give Shadowcaster answers to them now. The Centurion guard next to Alpha Kaiden says, We took out two of them while we were there. Alpha Equar tilts his head curiously. Really, he says. And exactly how long did you keep them under watch after you killed them? The centurion looks puzzled and says, After the attack? I don't understand. I mean... Those are just stories, uh, aren't they? Alpha Equar hangs his head, turns, and with hammer sledge in hand, walks over to a large, raised platform. He swings the hammer sledge down upon it with great force. The layers of rock which make up the platform jump ever so slightly from the impact and create a thunderous crack. The Enyuk end their tasks and slowly come forward to gather in front of Alpha Ekwar. Once they have taken formation in front of him and settled down, he speaks. Several Godflow have been judged and executed for tampering with the sacred learning cave. If legend of the great change holds true, those executions are temporary. Which means, right about now, the entire Godflow tribe is being informed of our actions. They don't care about our laws, and soon they will be on their way here. And you can bet they'll bring those shadowcasters with them. We need to get that last high wall in place on the rockade, and then prepare for combat. We are Enyuk! The crowd responds with a roar, We are Enyuk strong! Thanks so much for listening. More Tribes of M19 is coming up.